like I'm on the Heisman watch. That's gotta be what would describe, symbolize I've got. Skill, four times the talent around me. Desmond Howard playing for Howard, just tell me how can I be stopped? This Allen Ivy at an Ivy cottage. They can't check me. I don't practice my class too hard. Nigga, me, my swag is grown. Okay, okay, okay. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 90 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. Man, episode 90, though. 90 episodes, man. That's crazy, man. That's really crazy to me. Really crazy to me. That means we're only, what, 10 out from 100? That's crazy, man. That's really crazy. You know, almost doing this for what? Almost two years now? Since 2018? Who would have thought? Look at us. Who would have thought? Uh, and it's only up from here, man. The numbers, you know, the numbers don't matter to me. I, I mean, I'm glad that we're climbing. But it's more to this than just uh, a number of episodes. So it's it's more work to be done. And I, like I keep saying, man, I got big plans. For March March is going to be good for us I promise I guarantee it man March is going to be a great month Just just bear with me man Bear with me Until then Let's get to episode 90 What we have On the agenda for the day Um, First of all Let me tell you man I told you guys Man Heat Nation I mean, Heat Boys was out there All Star Weekend man Bam got that Skills challenge Okay Duncan didn't do too well In the three point contest But he showed up And then my guy Derek Jones Jr Won the dunk contest, whether you liked it or not. We're going to get into all of that, the good All-Star Weekend and everything. We're going to get into everything. But first, I want to get a little serious here and talk about a couple of things. I want to start off with this, with the Astros situation. I want to compare it to how uh, Man City, Manchester City was treated. I'm going to talk about that, and then I want to talk about uh, racism in the world of soccer. And we're gonna give re uh revisit this Miles Miles Garrett and Mason uh Rudolph thing one more time. I was looking back at my like my uh my pre production notes. We've been this has been a thing since episode seventy three. So these past couple of months has been on and off talking about it, and it's a, it's it's crazy. We got to talk about it again for new for new reasons. So we're gonna get into that. But first, let's start off with the Astros. And uh, Manchester City, man, because this is interesting. It's it's really interesting to me how uh, they they both treated these situations and and how these situations were treated so differently. Uh, first, let's start off with um, the Astros. Okay, let me tell you something. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. This has been going on since last month, right? Like the the all of everything been coming out and the punishments have been handed out i'm going to be completely honest with you <laughs> i just fully under like got a complete grasp of what the astros did like the other day because it had been so much like outrage and outcry and different stories and then you find out the the red sox were cheating as well and there were so many different names attached to the cheating it was hard for me to dissect all of the all of the information, and I don't consider myself to be a like a strict like a real lot like baseball guy. Like I like the sport, I keep up with the sport to a certain extent. So I don't know these guys, everybody attached to the situation, like 
maybe a hardcore fan would know or an, or a true Astro fan would know. So I actually had to do my research <laughs> and figure out what they did and why it was so bad. So during, you know, if you really don't know or if you already do, we're just going to re- reiterate what they did. So here's what happened. So they used a camera positioned in the center in center field to steal signs during games. Uh, team personnel would, uh, they would watch the feed in a hallway between the clubhouse and dugout and would relay what was coming to the hitter by uh, hitting a garbage can. The Astros stole signs throughout the 2017 regular and postseason in uh, early 2018. So if you don't know, the Astros won the World Series in 2017. So, I mean, you can say that this was a result of it. And I know I I, I was uh, messing with the Dodgers fan a couple weeks ago when he was talking about the Dodgers and, and how they got screwed over in this situation. I mean, they have every right to be upset. You got guys like... You know, guys like Mike Trout, you know, he doesn't play for the Dodgers, but he spoke out about it, and, you know, he says he lost respect for players on the team. You got guys, you know, Dodgers players pissed off about it, and they have every right to because, look, like Colin Cohart tried to basically uh, make it um, like the steroids. That's, that's basically what he tried to – I'm like, bro, all right, you can't go back and take titles from teams – with players who were juicing. You can't do that. Those are individual players though. I mean, you can what what can you do? Wipe away their records, maybe take away the like whatever awards personal uh awards they won, but you can't take away the trophies if they were part of a World Series winning team. And here's the difference with this situation. This was an organization thing. This wasn't okay, maybe all of the players weren't involved, but it's really hard not to believe, hard to believe that when everybody was, when the team was benefiting from this so much. So maybe it wasn't the players I did to do this, but they still did it. They the, the team was a part of it. This was the organizational thing. So if the punishment came down on the organization, then yeah, you could. If you really wanted to, you could take away their 2000. You could vacate their 2017 title. I mean, you look at how the uh, the NCAA handled USC's years, vacated their titles over Reggie Bush, and and all like you 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 see what I'm saying here. This team, all the proof was there that and, and those who were fired and, and suspended were suspended, but the proof is in the pudding. They did this. They did this, and they benefited. They benefited from it. They won a title from it. They did. That's what happened. So, I can see why fans and players will be upset. Because a player using steroids to, you know, boost his strength. I mean, that's not, um, that doesn't really compare to stealing signs like at this level. Like at this height, like. Okay, maybe people have been stealing signs for long, like forever, but this is really high class sign stealing here. And they benefited from it. They won a title from it. It's, it wasn't like a couple rogue players. This was the organization. These are high, high class, uh, high ranking officials here helping the team cheat. So 
Yeah, I can see why people would want to say, "Hey, man, take the title from them." And and why would and why they think that the punishment was very soft? Because I now that I see, I agree as well. I think it should have been a little more. And uh, so basically, their manager AJ uh, Hinch he was suspended for the twenty twenty season and eventually fired. Their GM uh, Jeff Lunhow Lun wait what Lunhow was suspended, but uh, um. Then he was fired. And their former assistant GM, uh, Brandon Tubman, was suspended a year. And then the Astros have to forfeit their first and second round picks for the next two years, and they were fined five million dollars. I mean, that doesn't that, that doesn't seem like anything to me. And then like they were like watching interviews from players and management, like they really feel like they just don't care. It looks like they don't have any remorse, and. They basically feel like whatever we won, so yeah. And if we win again, who cares? Like that's 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 like how it looks to me. So honestly, I hope the Astros have a terrible season this year. I uh, hope everybody whoops them. Seriously, like I really hope everybody spanks them. Like I would love to see them lose like eighty games this year or miss the playoffs. Like something, bro. Like because this is nasty, man. It's nasty. It's nasty. It is, and I and they, we got fans who are trolling trolling them already, banging on cans at their batting practice. So yeah, I'm I'm all for it. Let's let's keep it up. Let's keep it up. Because then when you go look at how the Man City situation was handled, it was way different, and they did something. <laughs> Listen to this. So Manchester City, if you don't know who Manchester City is, they're a big soccer team, big soccer club, excuse me. Big soccer club in England, right? And they're like really good. Really good. And they're worth a lot of money. They're bringing a lot of money. So here's here's what happened. So basically what they did was a serious breach of financial rules. So basically they were using, they had a source of money that came like from outside of the team. Like it wasn't from... It wasn't team generated money They had like extra side cash You can't do that <laughs> Can't do that and, and what happened was They used that money And were able to spend money on players That they shouldn't have They were able to basically sign players That they shouldn't have been able to And make their team better And you know with teams that actually had the money From just their organization They weren't able to do it Because Man City had all of this extra cash Floating around so they were they had the jump on these other teams. So uh that's disgusting. And this is a, a very successful team. They won four of the last eight English Premier League um titles, including the last two. Um they're always in the mix when it comes to Champions League. And if you don't know what the Champions League is, it's basically like the the playoffs. And um from the article I was reading, it was it was really a good comparison. It's like if the NFL banned the Patriots from the playoffs for two years after, um, you know, due to the flake gate. This is like that magnitude. Like, that's how serious this is. Uh, see, look, listen to their punishment. They were fined $32.5 million, banned from Champions League play for two years. And that's big. That's big. Being banned from the playoffs. And, and this, 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 is a, uh, the, this event draws in lots of TV viewers, revenue. Uh, in the 2017-2018 season, they brought in 72.6 million dollars in Champions League money, and they won't be able to do that for the next two years. So they're going to lose a lot of money, 
And it's just like when you look at both situations, they ruined the game. They stay they taint the game. They taint the game. Astros sign stealing. That makes a baseball look disgusting. This is especially to old school, you know, guy. Like I said, like I I've said this joke uh, a couple of times on here about how guys, you know, old old baseball fans and uh, you know, traditional baseball fans, they get upset over the Nike checks on the jerseys or guys with swag with the socks like certain stuff or bat flipping. Stuff like that pisses them off. But here you have a team that cheated their way to a World Series title. I can only imagine how these fans are feeling right now because it makes their game dirty. Like, baseball isn't the cleanest of sports, but this is supposed to be America's pastime. This is supposed to be a, a game that we hold in high regard. But here we are in 2020, and you know, <clears throat> and we're, 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 we're catching teams, making the game a little nastier. And then here you have the flip side on the soccer side. This man city is worth... billion dollars This is a huge thing Like I may not be a soccer guy Because honestly It's so much There's so many leagues Like I I I didn't understand this Reading the article I'm like what What league is this But I know a little A little bit from playing FIFA I do know a little bit from playing FIFA So I knew what Premier League And Champions League was But It's just like Like I was saying To uh, the group message yesterday I'm like bro if anything, the way that they handled the Man City thing was, it was crazy because this is like a big team, and they had no cut cards here. This is like the, one of the biggest teams in the world, and they, they punished them like a high school team. So when you look at how the Astros were punished, it's like the MLB went really soft. They went soft on them. Yeah, we'll fire you. We'll get just suspend your people. Find your five million, take it, your draft picks, but none of your players are in trouble. You get to keep your World Series trophy. Like what? That's nothing. And they don't care that they got caught. Honestly, they don't. I don't think they really care. They got their title. They made their money. I don't know. Like I said, man, it didn't seem like they had any remorse. That's what it looked like to me. And like I said, I really hope the the Astros have a terrible season. Because that's nasty, man. Cheating isn't right. It's not. It's not right, especially when you you're able to go all the way because of it and win it. Like that's gross. Not a fan of that. Um, but I think that's all I had on that. I just yeah, I just thought it was interesting how the two situations were handled. Granted, what Man City was doing was way way worse. Because that's nasty Like that's really like crazy With the money thing Like bro They like really was like Just siphoning money <laughs> And was able to do Big crazy things With the money But I mean Cheating is cheating On both ends And both teams Were very successful So I just think the MLB Went really soft Um, Moving on man Moving on So I saw a video That was very interesting To me Over the weekend Uh, It was a soccer video That went viral wasn't funny It wasn't a crazy goal It was a A player Reacting To racism And you know I watched Like uh, Real sports You know HBO Brian Gublin I remember one time They did a uh, A special on Racism This was like Maybe two Three years ago 
uh, in soccer in all the different countries and everything. And it's just like, it is really crazy to watch. And it's just like, what can you do? I'm, I'm going to read from the article that I found. I didn't even know they, that that the uh, the league, you know, the leagues were doing anything about it because I've like when I read that it was like wow that's that's really good but it's just like these people come to these games man with just will like real life like ill will intentions and this is like it's not a lot of it's like from what I've seen it's usually not like a lot of black guys or black players on the team like it's usually like a couple out of the, the they're, they're minorities They're minorities on the team Like their teams is, It's not like that But usually it's like that So The fans go to these games And they throw bananas Like they throw bananas on the fields And now their go-to is the monkey It's always the monkey thing Like like bro That's all you got For real That's the best y'all can do Call us a monkey Really Really and It's just like really man Like I don't know. It's just it's just bad, bro. It's bad for business. So here's what happened. So um, this guy's name I don't want to pronounce his name wrong, but this, uh, his name is Mausa Mar Mar. Wait, hold on. Marega. I want to say like Marega or Mar. Yeah, I don't know. Mausa Marega. That's where we're gonna go. Um, so he was so basically the whole game from the opposing um side. They were uh, chanting, you know, the monkey chants and everything. So, this is going on for the whole game. So, in the 60th minute, he scored basically the game winning goal. So, when he scored, he was he was celebrating. And he was pointing at his skin. He put his arms up. And he gave the fans a middle finger. And, of course, you know, he got booked for that from the ref. But, whatever. So, they and then they started throwing stuff on the field. And um, he was like, man, he put his thumbs down. He was like, whatever. And he tried to walk off the pitch. If you know, if you don't know what the pitch is, the pitch is the field. Try to walk off the field, and his teammates were just trying to grab him. Like, no, don't do this. Blah blah blah. What? Come on, dog. This is your teammate here. This is your teammate, and he is being uh, mentally and emotionally and verbally abused right now during this game. You guys are really trying to stop him from leaving the pitch because you're scared of the repercussions. I mean, I know there are repercussions, but it's easy. For your for your manager to sub him out, but you guys were really grabbing him and like telling him no, no, don't leave, come on play. Like how no, bro? I'm not trying to hear that. Y'all don't go. Y'all don't gotta go through with what uh what I'm going through. Y'all y'all not feeling what I'm feeling right now, and y'all will never feel that. So yeah, I'm gonna walk off the pitch. Yeah, whatever, bro. I've had enough. It's been going on. It's been going on all game. Ain't nothing been done about it. So I'm out. Deuces. So to see his teammates not rally around him, but try to stop him, that was I was like, wow, like that tells that tells you a lot, man. That tells you a lot. You know, we we all try to do this thing where it's like, oh man, let's all be together and let's all try to be one and all united and stuff. But it's just like that's not real life, man. That's not real life. I don't care what your background is. I don't care if you hang around black people. I don't care if you're not racist, but you people really don't know what it's like, man. You know, whether you're white, uh, Spanish, 
Like, I know minorities are usually put together as people of color, right? They usually put people of color together. But even other people of color always find a way to be prejudiced and racist towards black people. I don't care if you're Asian, uh, Mexican, whatever uh, version of... um, Look, man, y'all know what I'm saying here. It's always like black people, people of African descent, wherever you come from, are usually the punchline to it all. So when you say people of color, I'm, I don't roll with people of color. I don't, because people of color don't even ride for for people of color, man. It's, they don't. It's black people. Feel what I'm saying? So, to watch his teammates who were supposed to be his brothers on the pitch, off the pitch, not ride for him, that was telling. Because it's like, they can't feel that. They've never felt that. They've never, they've probably never been in a situation where somebody with different color skin than them felt the way about them. And did any ill will to them simply because they weren't, they didn't look like them. So, they can't understand that. They can't. So... And that's how I feel Like I have white friends I have white friends I don't have a problem with, problem with white people Or people outside my race But it's just like When I get When I When when I see them Not understanding Like I've lost a lot of friends Who I were people I, Who I thought were friends Over situations like Mike Brown Freddie Gray Or even early as Trayvon Martin And I was in middle school When that was going on I was 8th grade Going to ninth grade When that was happening That's something That transition So Even as early as that I was 13 years old And I'm watching You know People I thought Were my friends Or people I thought uh, Like really liked Black people Flip the switch Like they're on Facebook And they were on Facebook Like really Looking like 60 year old white people And that opened my eyes And I understood that I'm like bro Some people Will really never get it And it's just something We all have to understand Like we can try To go the we can, we can go with the whole Oh we don't see color And and um, we're all brothers and sisters And we're all human beings No, 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 no That's BS, that's bogus, man And that's bogus And, and it's evident when you see stuff like this Because it's not, it's not unusual It's not rare And it's actually getting worse Let me hold on, let me take a look at this article here That I, I, I read And I thought was really interesting I believe this was on Um what is this? Okay, ABC News. So here's the title. This is uh, Racism in Soccer, an Epidemic that Mirrors Disturbing Trends in Europe. All right, here we go. So I'm going to read this. Late last month, or oh, who is this article by, by the way? This is by Guy Davies. This is written on February 1st, so not too long ago. Late last month, in the 63rd minute of one of the highest profile games on the English soccer calendar, a clash between Chelsea and Tottenham officials were forced to stop play. It wasn't because of a yellow card or even a red card. Racism had apparently reared its ugly head once again. A scourge that a scourge that has been um, resurfacing in a number of professional sports in recent years. Antonio Rudiger, a black Chelsea defender, was seen complaining to the referee with a jester putting his un- hands under his armpits to indicate that he believed he had been subjected to racist monkey chants from rival Tottenham 
uh, supporters. The referee, Anthony T- Taylor, used a new protocol from UEFA, European Soccer's uh, governing body, to stop play. The new protocol, introduced in October, allows for the referee to abandon the match if racist behavior um, continues after two warnings issued by a stadium announcer. Three stadium announcements that racist behavior among supporters is interfering with the game followed in the remaining half hour. A surreal, confusing, and sad spectacle for soccer fans watching on television and in the stands. It is really sad to see racism again at a football match, but I think it's very important to talk about it in public. Rudiger posted on Twitter after the incident. If not, it will all it will be forgotten again and in a couple of days, as always, when will the nonsense stop? Eventually Tottenham and the police said they could find no evidence that Rudiger had been suggested to the taunts, although a Chelsea fan was arrested for racially abusing a Tottenham player. Um Chelsea is not commenting. The incident had uh, closed out a year in which levels of racism in European soccer, described by the anti-racism advocates as an epidemic, reached new heights. This is crazy, man. All right, continuing. If this was the first time the new protocol had been used, it certainly doesn't look like it will be the last. Over the course of the 2018-19 season, which ran from September to July, England's anti-racism and pro-inclusion group for the sport, Kick It Out, released statistics demonstrating that the reports of discrimination on the grounds of gender, sexual orientation, religion, race, had increased 32% from the previous season from 319 to 422. Racist, Racist incidents constituted 65% of those reports the data shows the problem hasn't just been race just uh hasn't just been racist abuse directed at players alongside racist incidents anti-racism uh charities have long criticized soccer's governing bodies for limp responses to these incidents and weak punishments praying paying lip service to problems without showing leadership leadership and stamping them out both fifa the world's soccer governing body and UEFA have punished back, have pushed back on those assertions, blaming the rise of nationalism and reaffirming their own commitments to fighting re- racism. UEFA's sanctions are among the toughest in the sport for clubs, clubs and associations whose supporters are racist at our matches. The organization stated uh, in in a statement in October, among the highest profile incidents was a match between England and Bul. Bulgaria in uh, October, which saw Bulgaria supporters allegedly directing Nazi salutes and monkey chants. Dog, what's up with the monkey things, bro? Is that like, like seriously, bro? Is that the best they can do over there? Because if you call me a monkey, I'm going to have 50 things to say back at you, and they won't even be racist. I'm going to just cook you up. For real, I'll just cook you up. Call me a monkey, I'm going to cook you up. Um, um, Nazi salute at... England's black players forcing the game to stop twice. Bulgaria already had was halfway through a partial sta- uh, stadium ban for previous racist incidents, which saw 5,000 fans blocked from entering a 46,000-seat stadium in October. Um, 
it just goes on, you know, with the, um, you know, different incidents and different punishments. Uh, this article is really good, by the way. I'm going to I'm going to tweet this article after, um, you know, I'll probably tweet this on the on Instagram, on the Twitter page and everything so you guys can read it. But you get the gist, man. It's ugly. It's ugly. You know, we can, you know, people try to act like racism doesn't exist, especially in this country. But in all countries, man, racism is real, whether you like it or not. And I know it makes you guys uncomfortable. It makes people uncomfortable to talk about, but it's it's something we have to talk about. You know, this is a sports show, but racism, it's in sports from the beginning. And it has to be talked about. So when I when I see stuff like this, and I read stuff like this, it, it, it really makes me upset with the Miles Garrett situation. Because, look, man, listen. I don't know if he's lying or not, but it just feels kind of weird. It just feels kind of weird. I ran a poll on the Twitter page yesterday. Uh, hold on, let me pull it up real quick. I um I asked... Come on, dog. I'm gonna I don't like this. I said, "Do you think Mason Rudolph? Do you think Mason Rudolph called Miles Garrett a racist slur?" Uh, twenty nine percent said yes. Forty eight percent said no. Twenty three percent said not sure. So no was the overarching. You know, uh, that was the big thing. Um, look, man. I don't know if you guys. I'm just going to reiterate a couple of things I said from when, when this first happened. I was in seventh grade and a white guy, a white guy that I, I thought I was friends with one time in math class. I don't know what happened. I don't know why we were arguing, but uh, something was said and I didn't like it. Um, He might have been saying racist jokes, actually, because I, cause it, look, man, 2011 was a weird time. Everybody thought everybody was like, "Hey, we all buddy buddy white people. Let's say nigga when we on." Yeah, and I wasn't rolling. It's a weird time, but he called me a nigga and did like whipping sounds at me, like which which. I'm like, all right, I got you, nigga. Like, I'll see you after class. I will see you after class. I was pissed. If you guys haven't seen me. Like if like for like like listeners like who are my friends? If you guys don't know who I like look like and you don't have me on social media or whatever, I think I posted a picture of myself. And you guys may have seen me, but you'll be seeing more of me soon. But here's the thing: I'm light skin, right? I'm light skin guy. So I was really red that day. <laughs> I was red. My face was red. I was visibly upset. And my math teacher he saw that. He saw that. So he helped me after class. Because he knew I was going to open up a can of whoop ass on that young man. It was going to happen. I was going to get suspended. And I would have done it. I would have done it at the time. I would have done it, what, a couple of days, maybe five. Cool little week off. I wouldn't complain. I wouldn't complain about that. I would have been all right. It would have been worth it. He called me a nigga. And if it may, maybe if I would have said it up front, I would have had no suspension. Or maybe a lesser, you know, maybe it would have been like some lunch detentions. The point is, I told my teacher as soon as it happened, as soon as class was over. Oh, by the way, they uh, street said that uh, old boy ran 
to his next class, and his next class was in uh, engineering. We were on the second floor. Look, man, my middle school was kind of big. Engineering was in like the basement, so he ran all the way down there. That boy knew, man. I was going, yeah, I was going to put the paws on him. I was going to put the hands and feet on him. It was going to happen, and nobody was going to stop me. So here's the thing. Point is, I told my math teacher ASAP, no Rocky. Told him ASAP. I said, look, he was back there calling me all types of niggas and being racist back there. What do you like? What do you want me to do? Like, how am I supposed to feel about that? We talked or whatever. I went to the guidance counselor. Like it was like you know it got worked out. I didn't I didn't have to use my hands. But it was about to get to that point. Point is, Miles Garrett not telling us this information until after the suspension and everything, until you know the you know when he was trying to do his appeal. It just looks funny to me. I'm sorry, man. It it looks funny to me. It does. It just looks funny to and then you know it's just like if that was really the case. That would have been the first thing I said as soon as was some as soon as there were cameras in my face. As soon as I went to the sideline, I would have told somebody, dog, he called me a stupid nigga out there. What y'all want me to do? Like that would have been the first thing I said. Media in my face. After the game in the locker room. What would happen out there, Miles? Well, he called me a stupid nigga. Had you said that? If this is true, had you said that as soon as it happened? Oh, I would have been like, okay, yeah, that happened. That happened. Because I would have still you would have still been hot about it. But for you to be so level headed and so calm after that, and nobody knows this was a thing until what? A couple weeks later? Till you, you know, in front of the whoever you had to go talk to? No, I'm not I'm not I'm not buying it, man. I'm sorry. I'm not rolling. I'm not. Not at all, bro. It just looks funny to me. Like, dog, you're reinstated. I don't know when that ESPN interview was. Maybe you weren't reinstated yet. But it just looks like you're trying. You're still trying to justify it. And you're still trying to make it seem like I had a reason to. Look, I don't know Miles Garrett personally. I don't know that much about him. I'm not a Cleveland Browns fan. I know who he is. Um, I saw him on Hard Knocks. But, like, I don't know what he does in his spare time. I don't know what type of guy he is. But... You know, for him to go sit up there and be like, oh, I don't use the N-word. I don't like people using the N around the world. Mm. Okay, buddy. Like, is this really the card we're playing here? And, like, what Like, what do you want us to do with this information? Now. Like, what are we supposed to do with it now? You keep telling us he called you a stupid, you know, he, he said that, allegedly. What are we supposed to do with it? If the NFL investigated, bro, bro, there was a hot mic out there somewhere. If they really didn't pick anything up, if this really like what like what are we supposed to do with this with this information? His fine already happened. Your suspension's in a like it happened. You're reinstated. It's February 2020 now. What are we supposed to do now? What are you supposed to do to Mason Mason Rudolph? Seriously though. I'm not buying it, man. And then, you know, to keep running your mouth about it, Mike Tomlin was pissed. <coughs> when he was on first take, he talked about, you know, ESPN. I had to watch that, by the way. I had to go back and watch the whole thing. I didn't see the whole thing. 
But I did see when he was You know he said that He talked to people In the Cleveland Browns organization And nobody said that There was no whiff of that uh, Nobody insinuated that that was what happened Because you know why It probably did not happen Did something May, may something have been said Possibly But was that said I don't think so I don't think so I don't think so And for you to keep running with this story It's like bro Why Why keep running with it It's over It's over It's over man I don't know It's just like you know Like like Tomlin said You know so You're assassinating this character Once again I don't know Mason Rudolph I don't know Mason Rudolph's values Barely know him as a player So Who knows what he is like off the field, on the field, whatever. But clearly, Mike Tomlin knows him better than me, better than most of us. So clearly, he he never caught that vibe from him, and he feels like that this didn't happen because it probably did not. This is my like. This is my thing. If the only person saying this is Miles Garrett, none of the Browns vouched for him. None of his teammates. None of the or none of the coaches. Nobody in the organization What does that tell you Like that doesn't look funny to anybody If 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 this really was said Don't you think Maybe some of the guys Around him would be like Yo yeah that happened Nobody did that Nobody's jumping out there for him That's all I'm saying man. It, just, it just looks weird to me I'm not buying it man I'm sorry I'm not buying it Not one bit Not one bit It just looks funny to me you know, and, and 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 like I said, man, like like, in the times we're in right now, yeah, it's twenty twenty, but racism is alive and well, like we know, and especially in you know the world of sports, it's like if you really are lying about this, that's crazy, man, that's crazy. But I don't know, I don't know. That's just how I feel. I just think I'm not I'm not buying it, man. It it just look it looked funny from the start. And now it looks even more funny because, like, why are you still talking about it, dog? Who knows, man? Who knows? But, um, all right, man, let's get into the fun stuff, man. Damn, I did not realize we was gone for that long getting serious. But, I mean, look, man, we have to talk about this stuff. But, um, moving on to All-Star Weekend and everything, man, I enjoyed it. I know I had said that, uh, you know, I went in and said All-Star Weekend wasn't going to be like that, but... It was, man. I enjoyed the games. Oh no, 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 no. I was right about the um the celebrity game. The celebrity game was trash. I was absolutely right about that. That I I, I can stand on. That was trash. But um outside of that, everything was fire, man. The three point contest was fire. I thoroughly enjoyed that. That was fire. Um who else was fired, man? Then you gotta look. Um, we gonna talk. Oh, yeah, like I said, man. I told you, man. The Heat boys was gonna do that thing, man. Shout out to Bam out of Bio and my dog Derek Jones Jr., man. We gonna, we gonna talk about the whole controversy. Um, let's start off with the skills challenge. I enjoyed the skills challenge, man, because of course you know I was rooting for Bam, but it was cool to see the big guys really. Knocked the guards out Like bro The big guys was out there Balling man That was fun It was cool to see Bam win uh, The three point contest Was crazy Buddy Hill was in his bag 
Uh, did not like the Mountain Dew shot, bro. I thought the Mountain Dew shot was unnecessary and it messed up guys' timing going into the next racks. Like, it, and then like they got to their last rack, and uh, the more the majority of them, their money rack was their last rack. So that took more time, even though they had more time on the clock. It was like, bro, please don't ever put that shot. Like people shoot that shot, like on off dribble. Like nobody's doing that just to do it. Like it's a weird shot. Take. Please take it out next year Please We don't need that We didn't ask for that Um The dunk contest man Look man I'm gonna keep it I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all Aaron Gordon wasn't robbed this year Now 2016 I went back and watched 2016 The last two dunks That that decided the dunk contest It was that phony Uh Barely free throw line dunk That Aaron Uh I mean Zach Levine did like that, he had already did a dunk like that, so that was that was trash. For him to lose after doing the the double crank, like go up, like he going up from behind the the from behind his head, and then turn into a reverse tomahawk from behind the backboard. That should have been a fifty. That should have been a fifty. But everything he did that night was crazy. I wasn't too you know taken away with what he did. This past weekend, man, he had some good dunks, but it was just like, oh no, man, it wasn't. Derek Jones was flying, bro, bro, he was flying like, like above the rim, flying, bro, like he was really, and then it was throwing it down with authority, like, ooh, ooh, and to be honest, all right, we talk about how you know Aaron Gordon had, he was coming off of what four or five straight fifties, all right, but that's over with. We're in overtime now. It's a dunk off now. That don't matter no more. It don't matter no more, man. It's just like it's overtime. It's a whole new game now, right? I think that I I'm serious, man. I think the dunks that Derrick Jones did were just better that night. The taco dunk it wasn't that impressive to me. Okay, Taco's huge. He's tall, but he didn't get it on the first one, and he barely cleared him. He barely cleared him, man. Come on, be real. You better clear That dunk was not that good It wasn't The Derrick Jones Off the backboard uh, Through the legs joint Was crazy Like man I just thought I was more I was more Oh From the, the dunks Aaron, uh, That Derrick uh, Jones did And Pat My man uh, Pat That backboard dunk Was crazy And that's not even Getting enough credit and my man Derrick Jones, he got the Puma deal off of that. Yeah, man, shout out to yeah. That was that was that was a good one. But I will say that the judges, no, 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 no more celebrity judges. No more. I said this when I saw DJ Khaled judging. Chadwick Boseman don't even like coming out the house, dog. Y'all really thought he was gonna be impressed with some dunks. And if y'all keep calling this man the Black Panther, I swear, <laughs> Chadwick, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I am. I don't. I don't. I don't know why they keep doing that. So you making you do the Wakanda salute like that's a real place? I'm sorry. I really am. Um, but yeah, man, Chadwick ain't even, Chadwick ain't even flinch when them dunks was going on. I really wish there was like a Chadwick Boseman cam to show us his reactions. Cause he's like the Kawhi Leonard of people, but he just don't be he don't be feeling nothing, bro. 
He like, I'm not, I'm not for this. I ain't come out the crib. I ain't want to come out the crib for this. I ain't even want to come to Chicago for this. It's cold. And look, I respect the WNBA. I do. But I don't think Candace Parker has ever done any of those dunks. She don't need to be judging no more. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. 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 So it should just be like past dunkers, you know? No more celebrities. I I think that's how we should go. Yeah, because that was that was a mess. But the dunk contest was really good. I wasn't expecting that. I my expectations for the for the dunk contest were low, but that was a good output. I wasn't expecting a, a dunk off like that, man. Shout out to Aaron Gordon, who said he's not doing the dunk contest, dunk contest no more. I understand. Because, I mean, but look, you act like, y'all act like 2017 ain't happened. He was trash in the 2017 joint. He was awful. He did the, what did he do, the, the, the drone joint? He didn't make it to the finals in 2017. Uh, y'all don't talk about that. Like, y'all just talk about this, but, hey, hey, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know though. I don't think he was robbed this 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 time, bro. Twenty sixteen, yeah, for sure. He was definitely robbed. They definitely robbed twenty sixteen, but not this year. Um, then we got the All Star game, man. All Star game itself was great, bro. I really appreciated everybody. The intensity, it was it was intense, man. It was intense. It was it was really fun. It was cool to see all the defense play between Giannis and LeBron and Kawhi. And then to watch CP3 hit all those threes, bro, it was crazy. And then for them to go back and forth with the refs, there were hella reviews. Like, bro, that was fun. That was really fun. That was probably the best All-Star game I've ever watched. 100%. 100%. I uh, saw a lot of people upset about the fourth quarter line. Bro, who cares? Who cares? Like, n- no. Who cares? Um, but yeah, the All Star game was fun, man. I was happy that Team LeBron won. Um, and then for the people who were upset that it ended on a free throw, how about this? Don't foul. Hmm? Don't foul. Like, what? What do you guys want? Like, that was a like the refs could not call that, bro. Kyle Lowry tackled AD. What y'all want? LeBron not to pass the ball? That's a hell of a mismatch. Cause honestly, he could have lobbed it. But, like, Joel pissed off. Like, bro, where you was at, though? Why you wasn't defending him? And then you got the, the real beef, though. It was some real beef with James Harden and Giannis, man. That was fun to watch. It got personal out there. That is like game one of the finals out there. That was the hardest a lot of them had played all season, to be completely honest with you. If every, if every NBA game could look like that, I would probably watch more. But it's 82 games, and ain't nobody playing that hard for 82 games. That's why I, th- I see. I bet if the NBA was like twenty games, every game would look like that. I guarantee it. If the NBA was a twenty game season, every game would look like the All Star game just looked. That fourth quarter, it would be intense because every game would matter. But eighty two games, ain't nobody gonna play that hard for eighty two games. Everybody saving that juice for the playoffs. So yeah, I I I, I get that. I get that, uh, and that's why I'm not really. A f- I can't really say I'm a like. I, I don't watch the NBA that much. I mean, I have as of late, but I'm not. You know, I'm not. Man, y'all know what I'm saying. 
And then I saw Teddy Bruschi and I think Jamal Adams talking about, can we fix the Pro Bowl? Fix it how, bro. I will, listen, I will say this. I think that Pro Bowl weekend could be better. I think there could be different events. Like, I think, because Pro Bowl, the Pro Bowl is hella, ch- like, chill and laid back. Like, it's really a vacation. Honestly. Like, the Pro Bowl is a vacation. You know? Like, these guys aren't out there to really do much. Like, they got their families, and you got to think where it is. Like, so, I can understand why the Pro Bowl is the way it is. That weekend is dry. Like, it's dry. It's on ESPN. Everything's dry. Booger, McF- Booger McFarlane is there. Like it's a dry weekend. <laughs> it's a dry weekend. I can't. I can't lie. So, all uh, Pro Bowl weekend could could use some tuning. Like we could maybe get some performers there, or maybe a different location. Because honestly, man, Orlando was just boring to me. Like why not have the Pro Bowl in like a dome or something? Like, honestly, I don't know. Like, I don't know what you guys, like, want us to do. And as far as the game goes, like, Jamal Adams talking like, well, that's how we should be playing. Like, seriously, bro, it's two different It's two different sports. It's football. It's football. It's way more physical. It's way more on the line here, bro. Like, like honestly, guys not going to go that hard. Not a football game. Everybody go out there trying to really bang like that or hurt themselves like that. Like, especially if you're just coming off of like an NFC or AFC, AFC, AFC championship loss. Do I even really want to be here? Like, come on, dog. It's not happening. It's not happening. You might as well make it a flag game and then play like play like that because nobody's going to go out there and really bang like that. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. It is what it is. Like, get over it. Like it's not happening. Nobody's playing that hard in the Pro Bowl. So yeah, this is this is like yeah, All Star Weekend is fire because it is what it like. The Pro Bowl has never like Pro Bowl Weekend has never been like the move. Like the IG honeys is not flying out to Orlando for Pro Bowl Weekend, but I I guarantee they was in Chicago for All Star Weekend. It's just it's just it is what it is. Um. Let's see. I think that's all I got, man. I think that's all I had. I think that's all I had for today. So we'll be back. I'll be back on Friday, man. You know, we got the big fight this weekend, the big heavyweight fight this weekend. So you know Friday gonna be live. Um, but hey man, it's, this is episode ninety. Make sure you continue to follow the Electrified Twitter and Instagram page at Electrified Pod. Uh shout out to Stadium Scene TV. I uh, appreciate you guys and I appreciate the listeners, man. Um, let's see, is that it? Yeah, man, for the 90th time, I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been electrified.